This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cribs Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. My name is Patch and with me as always on the regular show is Rich. Rich, you've been out enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, I've um, I've been enjoying plenty of sunshine recently, Patch. We're talking first week in May. I was in Spain for a week playing golf. Weekend after, Aberystwyth took my daughter there to see her friend. Nice and sunny. The last week I've been in Corfu and Akaravi and today around Bristol Harborside. So it's been a, a month of sunshine in the brain house. I don't know if it's the lighting in your room, but your face looks like a plum. That's a yeah. tan, isn't it? That's the end of a tan. <laughs> um, Fantastic. I don't know if I shut the blinds. No, no, it's fine. Stick with it. Stick with it. Um, but yeah, this is actually episode 193 of the regular show, but episode 418 of Three Peeps in a Podcast. And believe it or not, Rich, this Wednesday is our eighth birthday. Can you believe it? Eight, and we haven't aged one bit, have we? Not at all. Not if you were to all. look, if you look back, uh, look back on these first promo shots, <laughs> you, you, you would think they were taken last week. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, eight, eighth birthday, and uh, we've got a guest with us today, and his voice is on every podcast because he writes the theme tune and sings the theme tune, and it's Duncan Kelman. Duncan, welcome back. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. First of all, thank you very much for inviting me back to an anniversary show. I can't believe it's eight years. It's just. Uh, it's just blown by. It's absolutely amazing. But you know what? I was thinking about it. I, I've literally just come off the golf course, Rich, myself, to come and record with you guys. Yeah. Lucky, lucky. Yeah. And I was thinking about those very first podcasts that you did. You, were, you could clearly see there was yeah, an influence. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, the sound was always a bit off, right? But the energy was there. The intention was there. And obviously, yeah. Mike was with us back then as well. But you could definitely get that sense of the ricky gervais kind of influence that was going on in those <laughs> early days it were, but I, I do you, have you ever listened back to your early episodes um yeah only really when i wanted to listen back to episode one because obviously that was we had a we had a laughing fit didn't we and yeah yeah when mike passed away um you know a couple of years back now it was it was the one that i used as a bit of a, a eulogy to him because it was just us three laughing uncontrollably like giggling yeah. schoolgirls and yeah but um yeah i do like i do listen back occasionally um not only just to sort of listen listen to mike but you're right there is there was that sort of natural conversation rich i know you how much you love doing these where it's just the three of us talking and well then... yeah I, I love these kind of just these uh chit chats we can Unplanned. chat about anything i can act no I, I obviously i like the ones where you interview people because it's interesting but i like these that i can just jump in say something stupid you know it's not like a proper interview like this one is it it's like a more of a yeah old school three boys chatting and when we did the early ones, I used to listen every every episode. I used to kind of I reflect back on the way home because back then you used to kind of upload it almost straight away. Yeah. And me and Mike could be driving home from your house, say, and actually listen to it like yeah. straight away. But yeah, I don't listen yeah. so much now because I don't know. I just my, I didn't like hey, I don't like my voice on the on these podcasts. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just I'd like the interview ones, but once I've done these interview ones live and I've 
enjoyed the kind of interview. I didn't ever listen back to it. Except yeah, because like... the interview ones, you're right. You, you sort of you're there to find out as much about this person as possible. Um, but obviously, once you've answered those questions and had and had that conversation, yeah, it's not like you're listening back for a funny bit or remember no. when you said that or that said that stupid dad joke or something like that but um hopefully today rich you might listen back to this one but uh yeah it's back to basics it's three three of us around around the table and uh yeah great obviously duncan it's probably the first time we've spoken since you were on the podcast three months ago yeah it's, it's always about it's always about staying in contact isn't it patch but you know what i do listen to the podcast i, I do I, I mean i know you do a lot more of the football now and it's I, i'm just not a football fan at all but i know you've built up an amazing following there but i am continually amazed to see that you're always on like bbc or you've d- interviewed some major celebrity i mean considering where this started yeah, yeah. To, to where you are now i mean this is a proper professional production that's obviously built up a really good network. You're building up your personal brand. You're obviously doing really well when it comes to like, the broadcasting side of things as well. So I think, you know, the journey you guys have been on with this has been phenomenal, right? It's been great to observe. Uh, but also, I guess you guys have learned a lot in, oh, in eight God, years, yeah. right? It's honestly, it's, it's it has changed my life. If we hadn't started this eight years ago, I wouldn't be in the job I'm in now. Um, I wouldn't have a lot of the friends that I've got now. I, I wouldn't be involved with the former players association probably because you know that came through the robins reunited podcast which is one of the three shows that we've got here so yeah the the it was going on my 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 cousin's podcast in the states the mitch cast sort of two or three years prior, oh that's thinking, right yeah yeah, yeah just just thinking i'd love to replicate this at home it's just great fun get together um and have a chat and they talk they talked a lot about movies movies like yeah, yeah 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 because so, i remember listening to that when you when you were on it as well and it, yeah, we were probably working together then weren't we yeah we were we were and i think um again that that was really good i, I really enjoyed that but actually i think one of my highlights was when you i mean it goes to show that you've got that kind of clout out there now when you tweeted something about um what's the karate kid show called the after oh, one cobra kai. cobra kai yeah you said Anybody want to talk about Cobra Kai? And then you've got these people to, and then you had this amazing interview, right? And I've just watched the series as well. And having you and that guy in the US, I think he was, yeah, right? Doc Chris Mueller, his name was. Yeah, it was it was great just to listen to kind of the two two of you talking about the retrospective of, of the show. And yeah, you know, it was it was yeah. really, really enjoyable. But also I, I think, you know. You also put me on a path with some other podcasts, like the the Wernham Wernham uh, blog. Yep, yeah, the blog. Uh, sorry, what they called Ver- Wernham, Wernham blog. Wernham, Wernham blog. blog. Yeah, and I the amount of times right, I've gone, to, I go to Cornwall every year with my son surfing, right? And if he falls asleep, I just I just listen to that because it's like watching episodes of the <laughs> Office while I'm driving along, and suddenly five hours has just gone because I'm listening to yeah. these guys talking about. The office, which you know, going back to my earlier point, you know, you, the the Ricky Gervais thing was a, a huge influence. Oh, and... massively, yeah. Well, massively. yeah, I mean, the 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 three of us, um, myself, Rich, and Mike, you know, we were basically Ricky Gervais and Alan Partridge. Just that's that was pretty much the only material we had, Rich, wasn't it? Walking around, well, yeah. <laughs> but it'd be even him and just the style the way we delivered lines is very yeah. much Ricky Gervais and Alan Partridge. That kind yeah, of, it's I remember like, actually. I think it, it was someone used to work with us, Rich Kevin Powell at the time. Oh, yeah. He listened to a few and he just said, I can't listen to this anymore. You're just basically being Alan Partridge and Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. But Mike was like that anyway in real life. Yeah, he? he was. Even off the podcast. Yeah. yeah. 
absolutely. But, but, yeah. but um, Patch, back to the Mitch casting, is he? I guess he knows how well you've developed this kind of uh, uh, well, yeah, he, podcast. Uh, he, um, obviously, my cousin in the states still still listens, but um, this Mitch chap, he actually moved away, so I think they've lost touch a little bit. But um, yeah, he does tweet now and again, and we always give him a, a bit of a shout out and sort of say they're the the godfathers of the podcast. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's how it all was born. But um, yeah, let's see how we get on tonight. We'll have a few loose topics thrown into the mix. Um, I'm going to kick us off with Rich and I. Actually, Duncan, you're going to love this. Rich and I went a couple of weekends ago <laughs> along to the waterfront. Uh, the W Shed, Watershed, yeah, Watershed. Oh, in, in yeah. Bristol, yeah, Watershed, yep. and we watched a, a, a screening of two episodes of a new Bristol comedy featuring friend of the show. Joe Sims, um, also Jade Adams was one of the writers who you may know from Strictly Come Dancing, and also she's on the scene now doing her comedy circuit. But it's about a Bristol-based call centre, and lots of Bristol uh, actors and actresses in there, but and uh, accents, no doubt as well, and right? Accents, oh, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Right. But and you know, natural accents. Yeah. Um, and we watched the first two two episodes with the cast, and they went up on stage afterwards and and did a bit of Q and A, and we had a several beers afterwards. Rich, I think we were only going to have a couple, and it turned into sort of six or seven, but. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. A really good, good nod to Bristol. Lots of little nuances in there. Um, but it comes out actually in a few weeks' time on ITVX. And really looking forward to seeing the rest of it. I don't know if it's going to be released episodically, week on week, Rich, or um, it I might should, be oh, yeah. in, one, in one clump. But um, your I thoughts imagine, on it? Well, I, I thought, well, I, a bit of a slow. I, it didn't really get my kind of juices flowing the first kind of 20 minutes, kind of 10 minutes. But I, and I, but as you get to know the characters, like any comedy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Unless the comedy is like a joke, 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 it's not always funny. But when you, when you get into the character and you know where are you kind of see where they're progressing, it was it's so well written. It was, and it's it's nice to have something in Bristol that isn't like you say over kind of who are kind of you know, petrol yeah. uh, like pirate voices. But I look forward to seeing the rest of the series. After after seeing those two episodes. I can't wait for more. Basically. I can still, I can still remember some of the under underlying stories, underlying, um, you know, messages in yeah. there as well. Re- really, really clever how they've done that. So I can't wait for you to see it, Duncan, because I know how much you yeah. like the Bristolian accent. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it, I, yeah, I've got a soft spot for Bristol. There's no doubt. I mean, I, you know, I was lucky enough to work in Bristol for a couple of years, and obviously we built up quite a, a nice sort of friendship group uh from Bristol as well but I do love listening to the accent it really you know it, it's it's really even just rich in your opening when you said you went to Corfu right just say <laughs> just say Corfu for the cameras Corfu so, yeah I mean to me that couldn't be more Bristol the way you said it right and I know <laughs> you're not putting it on that's just your accent right yes yeah, yeah, yeah and and yeah I, I I do like it but I was I'm curious why you're not getting a call you you two are not getting a call to be on some of these like sitcoms I mean you're yeah, part of the question, fabric actually. of Bristol now aren't you well, we, have, we, have dropped, we have dropped a few hinges we have dropped a few hints because I think really jo- I think I'm sure Joe Sims is involved in this kind of this story about the Bristol Zoo uh car park attendant. so it's if you remember Rich you probably had a few drinks by this point but we yeah. we had a good old chat to Joe and Paul Holbrook yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, who are looking, who have set up Bristol AF, um, Bristol AF Productions or Film Company, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, they are looking to sort of get that over the line. I think that's uh, that script. So yeah, Joe, if you are listening, I know, I know he listens. Um, we're we're up for it, Rich, aren't we? 
Yeah, but well, even that, uh, even and Paul, acting. But, but even Paul said, "Get me on the podcast," didn't he? I think even he said he wanted to go on it onto our podcast. Yeah, we need to get that sorted. Yeah. That, will, will I get the gig to write the uh, theme tune <laughs> to another Bristol-based <laughs> comedy think, comedy show? Should. Right? I think. You yeah, should. yeah. No, it's yeah. No, I, I think. I, I mean, you know, I wish, I wish your life. Oh, I do. You know what? I think what's great about Bristol it is kind of like the perfect city in a lot of ways, right? Because you've got everywhere's walkable. It's got it's it's got a lot of history there as well. It's a really lovely place to be, anyway. And I think when you talk about places like the Harbour Side, it's just a beautiful place just to sit and just watch the world go by, and you know, seeing the harbour and which is what know. I was doing today. I took yeah, my, um, it, I took I took my in-laws out. My my father-in-law's not great. He can't barely walk. So we we took him out for a drive and just literally walked on the Harbour Side. Uh, my daughter's going to Bristol University, but she's kind of now regretting that she didn't move away. But I said, this is a brilliant city. This is on our doorstep. And yeah, I, I, I come all there is cool. What were the salt and is that kind of whopping? Is that whopping's whopping wharf? wharf? But that is just, it's just look down. So many people just sat there. And, you know, these old vintage buses were there. So there was obviously a show on today. But you could sit there, have a coffee, have a beer, whatever you want. And obviously, on a sunny day like it was today, I said, there's nothing better. You've got the harbor side, you've got ferries going on, paddle boards going on, canoeing. Yeah. You've got all sorts going on in that one small area. It's actually magical. Yeah. And, and that's on our doorstep. So, yeah. so Duncan, and, as you know, I work down on the harbour side and we're in two days a week. And when I, I sit on the third floor and every sort of 45 minutes, you see the crow's nest of the Matthew go past. Right. And everybody sort of stands up from their desks and you can't get, it's not something you get used to. Right. To sort of seeing this amazing wooden. What is it like? Some sort rest. of like war galleon or something, is it? What, it's what, a, it's what an, is it? it? It's an old, um, it's an old. It's a replica no? of, the, yes. of the boat that John Cabot sailed across oh okay yeah. yeah yeah it's a replica they built but obviously it's um the original one didn't have an engine in it right <laughs> yeah I was gonna... um, but yeah. uh yeah it, it's just it's just a, a sight to behold yeah. really yeah um and and yeah i'm really lucky that i can get the metro bus in be in in half an hour and then it's a nice walk across the center along the harbor side oh so you don't drive into the city anymore then you do you no, or is it park and ride? Is it from parking? Beca- parking's become an issue because um, yeah. we've not got as much, as much space anymore. Okay, um, because of you know hybrid working and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, and the metro came along a couple of years ago. Now, third actually three years ago is their third birthday, I, mean, I think. Right, and um, and it's yeah, it's just really easy just to yeah. jump on the bus from you know over the road and and off I go. And it it it. Not that I try not to do ten thousand. I always try to do ten thousand steps, but it forces you to do at least five thousand steps to get to the bus, to walk to, to work, to walk back, and then if I have got time at the end of the day, I'll walk around until I've done ten thousand steps. So it just Very gets nice. you out of the house because I don't know about you. If you're working from home, sometimes you can just have meetings after meetings, and you end up rolling into the office and then think, Christ, you know, where's that time gone? And you haven't got yeah. any steps in. I think the problem with hybrid working often it feels like you're living at work not working from home right it's kind of yeah. it, 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 and it, you've got to be really disciplined and I think some yeah. of the lessons I think we've learned from COVID is that obviously you know working from home has its benefits but also it can also make you quite lazy as well right I mean it is easy just to kind of get to your desk and start working right mm. so I think it's important that you do take some time for your physical health as well I mean I've my my house luckily just backs literally my garden is on a, on a golf course right so i can just walk out and get nine holes in in the morning which is 
fantastic. So my game's improving, so, right? So but, jealous. So, so but jealous. Honestly, honestly, Richard, <laughs> I, I, and I'm not exaggerating, I, I literally just go through my back gate and I'm on the 16th tee of uh, Langley yeah. Park Golf Club if you're ever in London, right? Um, and if you're down here, Richard, let me know and I'll, I'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have a game. But it is lovely just getting up six in the morning, get nine holes in, breakfast, and then you can go and have, then you can start your day if you're working from home, which is great. But what's been interesting, I don't know how it is with, with you guys, but we're finding it in London in particular. I work, I work in Canary Wharf, right? Actually getting people to come back to the office is a real yeah. challenge at the minute. I mean, it's kind of, you know, the, my, my organization is asking for people to do three days a week and they're going, now two days is enough. Um, yeah, we, they've asked and, us to do, after September, they want us to be in a minimum of two days. Yeah, same minimum two universe. days, really. Yeah. yeah. But it I, is, yeah, um, but you say, I know people, like we, obviously since, I don't know how many months now, we've been allowed to go back in the office. And when I do go back in, like say twice a week now and again, it's the same faces. I, there are certain people I haven't seen since mm. like March 2020 because they just went, yeah. Oh, we're no, we like working from home, but they kind of forgot they used to work in an office before. So you can't well, really, you can't really complain that you have to go in the office because that was your job before anyway. Yeah, and I was having this conversation with someone the other day, right? So I, you know, my job is to try and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, I do communications for a, a pretty big bank in the city, right? But part of it was we we need to try and persuade people like there's there's obviously benefits in in working in an office and you can network with people and such like but I was thinking before COVID we were at a point where we we're having to mandate people to work from home right it was because oh, yeah. we genuinely didn't have I mean I, I worked we worked in a, a we work office um in Waterloo and it was on trend I mean it was really cool right working there so we had to force people to work from home because we just never we just didn't have the physical space now even on what would be perceived as a busy day, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, it's still only three quarters full if yeah. if we're lucky, right? And, you know, for someone like me with my kind of personality, it's kind of a bit heartbreaking not to meet. I mean, I've been in the office where there's been six people in on a Monday or a Friday, and it's kind of such a shame because I enjoy meeting people. I want to go out for a drink after work. I want to kind of, you know, just get to get to know people socially, and that culture seems to have just disappeared now. Yeah, and I've, I've, said, I've said in the past... If, like the life that me and Patch had working through Harkers Einstein. Yeah. If that, if that, if I was kind of that age now when this COVID thing happened, my whole life would be completely different to what yeah. I'd be a different kind of person. The the memories I've got, such such great memories of working in the office back in the nineties and early two. You no, know, hmm. I wouldn't have any of that if I was just left yeah. school now or two years ago and joined the office, but only working from home. I'd be a completely different person. Yeah. yeah, and and the whole landscape has has uh, completely changed. But I'd be interested to know, uh, Patch and Rich. I mean, you know, Bristol. The one of the things that kind of uh, ingrained itself with me is that social element that I think we had. Um, I mean, it was really uh, really noticeable in the organisation I worked for in Bristol, right? Um, you know, you'd have the pub. I forgot what you call them, Patch. That pub thing pub, where you all dressed up. Pub rally. Pub rally, and all those other social things. Is, is, has that kind of landscape changed now, or does that still? Well, the, the so the pub rally is is happening again this year. Um, right, it happened last year after a couple of couple of years off. But yeah. I, it's definitely not the same as in it could have been. It could have been every night, you know. Quite, but people people tend to do it on a Wednesday or Thursday now. But it's just just it's not it's not like you walk through the office and say anyone going for a beer. It's more pre planned. Yeah. Um, and I think we were I was saying this to someone else the other day. We just sort of said. Oh, should we just go and have a quick beer? We'd had a we we had a, a work event that day, and we thought yeah. oh, we'll, we'll have a beer, and we ended up sat in there having four or five. And it's those nights where you don't plan for for a longer night, and they're yeah. unplanned that are often often yeah. the best. Which is more yeah. relaxing. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Rather than a, a bit of an event of, oh, I wonder if this person's going to show up or or that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's an interesting one. And I completely get what you're saying, Rich. I do feel really sorry for people that are coming into the organization now. Imagine having your first day and you get a laptop sent to your house and you're sat yeah, on your yeah. kitchen table by yourself, that sort of thing. It's yeah. something bear thinking about. But talking of working from home, um, I think, I think, Duncan, you were a bit of a trendsetter with with me because you used to be in the office in Bristol when Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Obviously, living in London, you would come, you know, down on the Monday night and go back on the Thursday night. And I would, as I was working with you, I would work from home Monday and Friday as well. And people used to like look at look at me, and it was all that was that oh shirking from home. What are you actually yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, all of that sort of stuff. And now the shoes on the other foot. It's crazy. Well, do, do, do you know what the joke was? Whenever you work from home, you'd always send someone a link to the TV schedule, right? It's kind of like, what are you watching this morning? You know, Homes Under the Hammer. Let's Antiques not talk about this morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Homes Under the Hammer. Um, Antiques. Uh, anti no, uh, something in the attic. What's it called? Antiques. Cash in the attic. Cash in the attic. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So I'd always send those kind of to people, anybody working from home. But it was it was a bit of a joke. But yeah, it feels it feels very weird to have that conversation what days are you in rather than when are you working from home it's kind of the whole thing has has flipped but yeah they, I mean you know with, with my organization I happen to be in banking it's um you know there's people that have joined our organization had their interviews on zoom we've never you know some of them we've yeah. never met in person you know it's kind of you're right Rich it's very very different and I think you know the people that are being recruited now probably expect this style of, of working. Well, yeah, um, they, don't, they don't know. Any, but they don't know any different, do they? So they don't know any different. But I think you know we can we can certainly reflect on it, having built our careers of, of thinking those social sides of things were, were just magnificent. Well, that's and what in made Bristol, that's, that's you what did made it. Job. You did it better than anyone. I, I, like of all the organisations I worked for, I would say when I worked in Bristol, it was just a very close engaged group of people and it was really hard to go home uh, to come back to London at the weekend because I thoroughly enjoyed Bristol and going back to like the guests that you've had on the show I remember Joe Sims talking about because he lives in London now doesn't he but he's from he's back in Bristol now oh he, yeah. he's back in Bristol but he was talking about like people who come and study in Bristol tend to stay there right they tend mm. to stay because I mean some brilliant industries there there's some and you can build a, an amazing career I think at uh, in Bristol as well so he said you don't get that brain drain that you get from some of the other kind of university towns where they'll just kind of get their degree and then come, come to London right so yeah, yeah I, I, so I think Bristol has a huge amount to offer and I think going back to that bit of like the, the cultural piece I mean you've got lots of you've got loads of things going it's a great place Clifton I used to stay in Lee Woods and I used to love coming coming to work from bridge. Lee Woods over yeah, the bridge yeah. Yeah, and it was just kind of like just beautiful around there. Really, really lovely. But the Lido, you know, you got the Lido yep. swim pool with the restaurants by it. And then, yeah, well, the, fantastic. The music scene, the street yeah. art, which obviously Mike was a massive fan of. And... He, he was, yeah, and he was incredibly knowledgeable. And, well, no, and street, obviously... street food, isn't it? Street food's massive. Street food, yeah. Yeah. But also, even just like, I used to do like the open mics in, in Bristol when I was there during the week and I used to love it I mean it's it's just magnificent yeah great city love it yeah I miss it enormously but I, I can only go by being a city fan I don't know if I don't know if every football club's got this but the amount of players who've played for city and like you say have stayed in the city for the rest of their lives aren't we like yeah. you know your Gary Hours your Colin Kranz now, these are players from the 90s players you know, from, they're, from they're, up they're north but there could be other teams that say that, but I'll, I'll only go by Bristol City. But even old managers, I think Joe Jordan's got a place still here and he left. Yeah. He what, 20 years ago? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. it's a great city. 
It's a great yeah. segue as well, actually. Um, you, you mentioned that you don't uh, like football, Duncan, and um, Ted Lasso came up in conversation. Oh, yeah. So tell us uh, about your, I assume, like of Ted Lasso. I, I do, well, hang on. Rich, what happened there? You're not a fan. I love it. Honestly. Oh, I, okay. Oh, all right. Mate, I that was a good, that yeah, was a good reaction. I, yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking, how can you not like that show? Right. Oh, so no, absolutely I, I was working out, I've got a gym at home, right? And I was working out and I was just looking for something on my phone to watch. And I'd got a free trial of Apple TV. And I thought, I'll give this Ted Lasso thing a, a, a watch, right? It not been on my radar at all. Do you know, do you remember going back to like when The Office first started, you, you'd kind of, someone yeah. might have mentioned it, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like that for me at all, right? I just watched it. I think, wow, this is really nice, right? It's just really, really lovely. People being pleasant to each other. So I watched the first two episodes, um, and then I had to then I had to pay for the subscription. I thought I'll definitely pay for it for this, and just completely got hooked into it. Now I think you know the football thing is is the thread that kind of runs through it, but it's not it's no. not up, you know it's you not. You don't need to understand or like. You don't football. need to understand football, yeah. Um, but I sh- I mentioned it to a couple of a couple of my colleagues in the US, and I just said if you want to kind of understand British culture, right, the language, the kind of I just think they've. The writing of that, it's it is to me, I think it's one of the most perfect pieces of television I think I've definitely, ever seen, definitely. right? The only other one that I think comes close, and you may not have even watched it, is a is a show called Episodes, right? Which had Yes, I have seen Stephen Mangan, um, LeBlanc. Yeah, uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc in it. And I just think it was just so beautifully crafted that it had a it had a perfect story arc. Yeah, I like you know, that. a three act narrative is set it up, conflict res- and then it resolved beautifully, right? Yeah. And I think Ted Lasso is just like just great story characters i think the way they've developed the story and it wasn't too perfect as in they didn't win the league and they didn't you know it was it, they just pitched it right it was it was a magnificent piece of television that and i thoroughly enjoyed it and even just watching the end even though it was sad to see it come to end hang i on, hope they don't if, no spoilers because i'm uh, no no i won't spoil it i won't spoil it but but i really get some yeah get some tissues but I really hope they don't do another series because no, you know, you like, it doesn't need one. Don't it need doesn't one, need so. it. It doesn't need. It's resolved. It's done. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, so really, I'm... really, really enjoyed it. And if you've, you know, if you're listening to this show and you've not seen it, yeah, um, but, I would definitely, confidently say you'll fall in love with it. It's an absolutely but, uh, magnificent fl- piece of television. To Cor- obviously, flying to Corfu last Friday. I don't, so I downloaded two episodes to watch on the plane, mm. and, then, and then when I was away in Corfu, I downloaded the last one. Tell you what, going out. I reckon every like ten minutes, I'm crying. I'm literally on the plane, like wiping my eyes. I'm not in. Yeah. I'm not. No, but I'm coming back watching the last, the finale. I was like, yeah, not sobbing away like no. But like, yeah, it, oh, it, feel the tears. It is so emotional, and yeah, like you say, it's just right. It's not like uh, over the top kind of cuss or over it now sprinkles. It's just done so right. It's it's, it's done each, perfectly. Each, yeah, each character is perfect. It's got yeah. such an amazing cast as yes. well. You know, they all fit perfectly into their yeah. roles and. Um, so I, I'm watching it, uh, I think it's episode three of season three, episode four of season three, where they've just signed um, Zach, was it? Was it what's Zava. It? Zava. Zava, yeah. And obviously that is, they're all like little nods. So that's obviously a nod to Ibrahimovic, which I would have yeah. thought. Yeah, it's not um, Who is basically the same person. Right. But, but, a, but a more accentuated version. Yeah. Um, and... And yeah, all the little undertones that are going on. You've got the the, the player who's gay. You've got the the yeah. player who's been pushed out. His nose been pushed out. You've got that undertone of of the the relationship between yeah. the, the owner and Sam and 
and then you've got Ted who's having like a, a nervous breakdown and, and all of that mm. sort of stuff. And there's just so many little stories going on in there. Um, and, and yeah, I, I have to admit, so I watched season one, which I thought was, a, was brilliant yeah. because there was that sort of watching it thinking, you know, how's this going to pan out? You know, this American coach who's been brought in basically to, to destroy the club. Um, yeah. The owner then gets to like him. They have a great relationship. So that was always brilliant. Season two um, took a little bit of a dip for me in the early goings, and at that point, my subscription was coming up for renewal. You know, I had like the free the free year, and I just thought, oh, because I've got Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime, I won't renew. Um, and then the reaction to it on Twitter, and obviously, I know how much you liked it, Rich. Um, it was only about sort of four or five months ago that I thought, right, I'm going to get get the apple plus subscription again because there was a couple of shows on there i wanted to watch and a few films and there was more content on there yeah. you know in the early days there was hardly anything on there rich was there it was like ted lasso new, yeah. c uh try in and a couple morning of show things. yeah, the morning yeah show. and it morning show was very good i thought that was really good yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, maybe i'll give that another shot but yeah i think season second half of season two and season three you know i find myself wanting to just or just have one more i'll just do one more yeah and you know it's a good box set and a good a good series when you've got that mindset of oh it's really late but i'll watch one more but what, what yeah made, what made it for me is just you're just watching it for five minutes like i said earlier about crying every time and they just got they got, they got a bit of a storyline that just tugs at your heart haven't they like yeah just well, see you can just, identify just, with Many of the story, I mean, you've, we've all probably felt similar situations, feelings, kind of been involved. I mean, as 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 we age as well, we kind of, you know, we, we've got a lot more experience, and I think you probably just there's probably threads that you just identify with at some point, right? But you've you've seen you've seen the last one, then Duncan. Yeah, you've seen the yeah yeah. So the scene at halftime in the last game, I, I won't say too much. I'll yeah. say too much when they start going into their lockers and pouring out yeah. their little. That is just amazing. Just, just beautiful. Whoever, whoever, just, whoever just thought of that. Honestly, I just, I just made me weep. Who is the who yeah. is the writer? Do we know? Well, so it's the Ted Lasso. So yeah, so J Jason, so Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah, right. and also the the um, character Pierce. Brett Goldstein, who plays yeah. um, Roy Kent. Oh. Roy so Kent is 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 a writer. Yeah, he's got a. Oh, by the way, he's got a great podcast, and I think you'd enjoy. It. It's called oh, Films really? to Be Buried With, which weirdly I started listening to before I even knew who it was. Right, because I, I I really enjoy films, and and this podcast talks to different people about. If they died, what films would they watch? Right, with. you know, which would they? It's a bit like kind of a, a visual version of Desert Island Discs, I suppose. Right, right? Okay. but really, really, and he's so entertaining. He's and so the thing clever. is, he's clever. Yeah, definitely a brilliant writer. Um, but he also does a lot of production as well. But this podcast he has, films you should die with, is hilarious. Right, it's really. Realize, I didn't realize that he yeah. was one of, one of the writers. Obviously, he. Oh yeah, he, he was great in Derek, but yeah, played yeah. someone completely different. Was he know? in Derek? Yeah, he was, yeah, the, he he was the her boyfriend, boyfriend of the owner of, um, of what's her name? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. The, the lady who of ran... course it was. Yeah, yeah, the lady who ran the the the, the nursing home. Yeah, nursing home. Yeah. Oh, blimey, that was quite a good show as well. That's yeah, another one that got oh, very emotional, wasn't it? Brilliant. But I'm gonna from brilliant. I'm gonna throw my recommendation now. Let's do it. Because uh, this is never Apple TV Plus uh, program. I don't know if you might see it. If you watch Shrinking with Harrison Ford, Jason no. Segel. Well, yeah. he, wrote, he wrote that. He's a writer of that. Segal. Yeah. So Brett Goldstein and Jason Segel. Um, Goldstein's not in it, but Jason Segel is. They 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 wrote that basically. Wow. And that is an amazing program. Absolutely, that's amazing as well. Harrison I've, Ford. I've like, seen like, it, but like I've you've not... never seen him before. Oh, watch yeah. it. You'll love it. I, oh, I will watch that. Yeah. I yeah. watched. Um, I watched Finch, the Tom Hanks film, 
um you know post-apocalyptic type thing um and i only watched it because it was tom hanks um and it's 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 definitely a a watchable film but it was one of those that you felt like you know it's it's not it's not going to be a blockbuster but it's just because it because it had the production value there was one that um was another tom hanks one early on in apple plus Oh, that's the one where he's going across the Atlantic Ocean. Is it that one? Yeah. What was that called? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Great, the Greyhound. Does it? Greyhound. Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Brilliant. Was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but do, Apple do Plus watch. Is definitely do worth watch it. Shrinking. Is oh, I'm gonna. I'll definitely watch that, Rich. Yeah, yeah for sure. You'll love it, honestly. Yeah. Excellent. So, can I ask you guys a question then? I mean, you know, we're eight eight years into the podcast, right? And obviously, <laughs> you've been on quite a journey. And you know, you started off with Mike, and it, you know, Mike passed away a couple of years ago, and. I hear he's still, you know, it's nice that you still talk about him and remember him. I think that's yeah, that's course. really important. But what was your, I know you've spoken to and interviewed a lot of celebrities, but what's been the standout kind of celebrity interview you've had in, in the Three Pits and a Podcast kind of storyline? Um, well, 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 recently, well, recently I'm not going to say it's my favourite, but um been on TikTok, as I am. Just I'm scrolling through. Which I find this. incredible that Rich is on TikTok. But I, I do it. too, because I... Because yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy. It's little nuggets in it, little like you can just scroll through it. But there was um David Earl outtakes from Derek, and I watched yeah. it thinking I've spoke to him on a podcast. That bloke there, who's on TikTok, in a f- famous program, back to Derek again. Yeah, watching watching his outtakes, thinking I've literally been chatting to him, just three of us chatting to him. Yeah, and and, 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 it, and it, how it, do it you blow your mind? It just it blows your mind. And how do you get them onto the pot? I mean, do you, do you just kind of cold call them? Is it? it I mean, yeah. well, Patch is on Twitter, isn't it, Patch? Really, isn't it? Is that how you do it, Patch? Though, is it kind so of the, the David Earl story? Um, was someone? I think his name's Matt Dean. Um, tagged us because uh, David Earl started a new podcast called My New Football Club, and he basically started following Exeter City, and he set up a podcast. And he wanted to listen to some championship football podcasts. Right. Bristol City in the championship. And this Matt Dean, who's an Exeter fan and a Bristol City fan, uh, tagged us. So he followed us. And I just thought, oh, someone's followed us on Twitter. Great. I usually just look and see who they are or whatever. And I looked at it and I saw the name David Earl. And I thought, I wonder if that's the David Earl. And because he followed us and I followed him back, you can then direct message. So I just mm. said, "Oh, thanks, thanks for the follow. Uh, I, I'll have listened to your first episode, and lo and behold, it was David Earl and Joe Wilkinson." Um, and I just said, "Oh, yeah, um, do you want to come on and talk about your football podcast?" And that was it, basically. And he said, "Yeah, Amazing. no problem." Same with Don Jolly. Uh, I was watching Netflix one night, scrolling through, and it said recently added. Because that's that's why I always go to recently added just to see what's fresh and what's new. And it was Trigger Happy TV. And I thought, yeah, I haven't seen that for 15, 20 years. Mm. So I watched it and watched another one and watched another one. I thought, I wonder if Don Jolly's on on uh, Twitter. And he was. And he was on tour and he was coming to Bristol with his show. So I just sort of throw away comment, direct message because his DMs were open. And just said, um, oh, I noticed you're coming to Bristol. I've just been up watching Trigger Happy TV in the middle of the night. Um, it's as good now as it was back then. Would you want to come on our podcast and talk about it? And he replied straight away, yep, no problem. Then when do you want to do it? Fantastic. So the, this, this Twitter and accessibility to yeah. these sort of people didn't exist 10 years ago, did it? Well, also, we couldn't, we, if we didn't have Zoom, 
we won't done half of them, but we? Yeah, unless, unless you get, unless you get David right Earl up to Bristol or Tom Joy down yeah, to Bristol. Yeah, because didn't you do some of the interviews at, uh, at the, the restaurant? Uh, yeah, Stick of the Art, wasn't it? So, Stake yeah, of the Ark, yeah. Well, well, we our first sort of big name probably was Justin Lee Collins, Rich, wasn't it? And he yeah. came to Stake of the Art. And I remember I remember vividly, I was like bang up for it, dead excited. And Rich and Mike were like, I'm really nervous. And then Justin yeah. Lee Collins turns up and he says, I'm really nervous, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Right. But again, he was so down to everybody. That's was what, he a good... Yeah, he, he came across very... I remember that interview very well. I, I thought it was... Because I, I think I might have mentioned as well in a previous podcast that I did I meet or I was talking about something to do with Bristol and Justin Lee Comet Collins and I think just the planets aligned I happened to mention it then you'd did you reach out to him or something I can't I can't quite remember I can't oh, remember this, what the... this is a good sort of seven years ago I've got no idea yeah. how that came about to be yeah honest. yeah but I think your first Twitter probably. wasn't your first celebrity one the um musician in Kasabian though wasn't oh, he yeah that was yeah, yeah. Rich's um, school friend of mine yeah he's a school friend of yours yeah yeah that was a brilliant podcast. I really, really enjoyed that. I, I, I thought he was, yeah, really down to earth. He was talking very fondly we've, about his kind of school days with you as well, Rich. It was we've great. Ne- we've never had any that are up themselves, happy patch. We've never had no kind of like demons. Yeah. They've all been stuck. Like, both ways, they're kind of appreciative of us asking them on. Yeah, they're none of this kind of. Oh, you're lucky to have me. Or you got twenty minutes. Blah blah. Don't, don't ask me this. Don't ask me that. They've all been real nice people, aren't they? Wherever we've yeah. been. Yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, obviously, football related. Um, I got Jackie Jakanowski on the podcast, who's my all-time favorite Bristol City player. So, and it was only like a twenty-five-minute interview, but the whole time I was just thinking, you know, that's Jackie Jakanowski. Yeah, yeah, I'm chatting to him. <laughs> and is he what is he a Bristol? He played for Bristol City. City, yeah, um, right? He's Polish. He's right. It's his sixtieth birthday. Played for Celtic, didn't he? Yeah, he played for Celtic. Um, but yeah, cracking player. But and what, yeah. what, did, I mean, is he still involved in football? Then is that? I mean, he I literally does. don't know. I, I mean, I've never even heard the name before. So, I mean, uh, so I'm, he, we're at polar opposites of kind of a knowledge of football, right? He but, basically is, does like Polish TVs, like the Polish Gary Lineker, right. Alan Shearer type right. on, on Match of the Day, does the Champions League and all of that mm. sort of stuff. He's, he's a writer in, his, in a local paper. Right. But, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was great. But, and obviously but loads but of favourites, I, I don't know. I don't know my favourite is. Well, Joe Sims is always great value whenever he comes. I thought on. he was great because yeah. the bit that I remember in his podcast is him because he he's he, doesn't he do a voice on Chug, Chuggingtons or Chuffingtons or Chess, something? Chug, uh, yeah, yeah, Chuggington, yeah, yeah, Chuggingtons, yeah. yeah. And I just I really really enjoyed how fondly he was talking about the storytelling <laughs> that he does in that about you know and giving and you know receiving and kind of being part of a community. And I just thought you know he was he was perfect. The way he was talking about it, I mean, I've never seen the show, but I, but I could imagine how invested he is in it because of the values that show yeah. stands for, right? He's, he's, he was, um, yeah, a lovely guy. Ve- yeah, he's very articulate as well, and yeah, uh, I could listen listen to him talk, yeah, um, all day. But yeah, I, without without going through all of them, Jeff Stellin came on during. You've had Jeff Stellin on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. I just yeah. can't think it's been. There's been so many, Duncan. You know. Well, I I watched. <laughs> um, so it's amazing what YouTube, like the algorithm of YouTube, and there's this show that was called TV Heaven Telly Hell. I don't if you remember it on it. I had Sean Locke hosting it, and it's a it's a really good show. But they had Sean Locke interviewing Johnny. Oh, I used to do Big Breakfast with oh, Denise Johnny, Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan, right? And he was talking like one of his heroes is Jeff Stelling, right? And they showed this, and he was just saying his recall of 
statistics and matches and kind of and he was just on it and it was just showing this clip and I'm just thinking the guy's Jeff Stelling is a machine when it, when it, it's a recall of games and stats and keeping people so even as someone who isn't a football fan I can certainly appreciate the art form of Jeff Stelling where he just can create that energy on uh, and there's that famous clip isn't it of Jeff Stelling and, and Chris Camaro but yeah yeah Someone's been sent off and he doesn't know about it. It's and even <laughs> even when that comes up, I have to watch it because it really, really makes me laugh, Rob. So, yeah, we have been blessed with lots of great guests. Um, and, yeah, if, if they're all available in the back catalogue. Um, but let's move on to our Room of Doom, where we all put something forward that has annoyed us recently. Um, and Rich... Listen, listen out for Duncan Kelman on vocals on this one, right? <laughs> yeah, well... yeah. Yeah, I have to put that jingle in now, won't I? Um, my room of doom is the term that I obviously people use it in holiday chit chat or on adverts. The term staycation. Oh. Mm. Shall I tell you for why? Go on. Well, we don't even say vacation over here. Right, so <laughs> you're replacing the wrong words. So if you're gonna if you're gonna use that, you should call it a holiday stay. Right? Oh, jeez. Right. So we say holiday, holiday stay. Yeah. Let the Americans stay staycation. So yeah, we, we do enough American things. It is like with bloody Halloween seasons, like yeah. seasons, Christmas Season. Eve, bo- Christmas Eve boxes and matching pajamas. Um, yeah, staycation. Get rid of reveals. Um, yeah, it's a really good shout, Rich. Really good shout. Obviously, we so had a lot of uh, holly stays during COVID, um, and 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 so on and so forth. But yeah, good entry. Um, right, my, mine's mine are always really niche, uh, and I've got no hope of winning with this one. But uh, and it's not it's not my wife that I'm trying to put into Room of Doom, but it's probably most people's partners who, um, yeah, they. So we've got a definite disparity of uh, of what we watch on the tv and how we watch it on the tv i put the volume up she likes it right down for a start and then the next thing is if it starts off with a little bit of you know uh, loud noise or or a bit of aggression or some sort of scene she just says like what are we watching what are you watching right so i'll turn it off and i'll put something on a little bit more that i know she'll watch and then she just goes off. She'll go off upstairs or she'll be on her phone. Like, I've changed this so that you can watch it. And, yeah, that happened today. I started watching Quantum Mania, the new uh, Marvel offering with all about Ant-Man and, and all of that, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And um, No wonder she left. Yeah, and it was a scene at the start with Michelle Pfeiffer in. Um, and, yeah, they were getting some battle. And she said, what are, what are we watching? And, uh, yeah turned it off put something else on and then she buggered off upstairs so yeah did trying say, to agree on did something she say there. did she say what we're we watching because we're adults not 14 no, no, no. but uh yeah the disparity uh, uh, and it's the volume thing as well i like to actually get in get engrossed in a film and if it's if it comes in you know some things come in loud yeah yeah um and then you, if you turn it down you can't then hear the dialogue and i probably do need to invest in a much more expensive soundbar than what i've got at the moment get, get a second hand one off ebay because that's what i did i got a sonos soundbar you know like the, the really amazing one Is it and i just got a second hand one not not the beam it's the model before the beam um, ray no i've forgotten the name of it sonos i can't remember but it's, it's okay. the really you know it's a really big one 
Yeah. But it costs like 200, 220 quid as opposed to 600 quid when it was new, right? So yeah. go on eBay. I mean, my next investment will be the subwoofer for that. So yeah. just get just yeah. get two two HomePod minis. Yeah. Oh, that's the other way. Yeah. yeah. Or I might just stick, stick my AirPods in and nah, leave it at that. But, but I, do yeah. fi- I do find with films anyway, uh, I have to watch a lot of films subtitles because a lot of it is kind of either mm. too loud or people just mumble. Or the accent sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, do, I right. do watch a lot of stuff with subtitles on. Duncan, what have you got? Well, look, I I don't know. Is this a thing? Like, I've heard of humble bragging, right? And I've never really understood what that, how to kind of articulate it. But one of my old schoolmates is on Instagram and she's always boasting about the cars, bikes, all this kind of stuff, right? And she sold some of the bikes. So this, this postcard, and I can't believe I'm this triggered by it, but I don't know why I am, right? <laughs> so there's a post here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name it. Um, but life goals, treated myself after selling a couple of motorcycles, hanging my helmet up, right? And it's just a picture of a Porsche logo, right? Porsche steering wheel yeah. logo, right? That's it. Uh, and people are saying, well, what what, what have you bought? What have you got? And she's not responding at all, right? The next one is a picture of the bonnet of the car with the Porsche logo on it. <laughs> 200 kilometers of fun today. Hashtag Porsche, hashtag Fuji FX, right? Which is obviously the camera, right? And people are saying, what? What car have you bought? What is it? Right, it could be a be a brand new Porsche, or it could be a twenty five year old one, or she's making out it's like a nine eleven or something, right? Anyway, there was one post here which absolutely baffled me, right? And I'm, I'm just going to read it out, right? It says, <laughs> "A packed week of all kinds of drama." However, delighted that my furry buddy Chewy is today much better, having two grass seeds extracted from deep within her ears. My appointment less successful. So hopefully next time for me, right? So that's the thing. But the picture is the picture of the dog, but to the left of it is a magazine <laughs> open, right? With a Porsche 911 oh, in the God thing. And a, and a picture that says the 1967 Type 911R, right? So the picture is not even related to the to the subject matter at all, right? And then there's a couple of meaningless posts, and there's another one where uh, it's got a Bustleton, so she lives in Australia now, right? Bustleton sunset. And it's just a picture taken over the over the top of the bonnet of the car, right? And that's it, right? That's it, that's it. But but clearly to show off some part of the car, but we still don't know what car it is now. And then the latest one is and it's all about kind of showing off your money, right? So mm. it's cold and dark in the garage, but I can still have creative fun with my Leica, right? And anybody who knows photographers knows that Leicas are the, probably the most expensive cameras you can buy. And it's literally just a picture of the key fob and the speedo. That's it, right? <laughs> it's kind of, and I can't believe I'm this triggered by it, but I don't know how else to describe it. But it's just these kind of overly yeah, complex, attention-seeking posts yeah. that actually have no point yeah, to them right which is which is why i hate facebook because i saw yeah i, I mean saw, I saw I, facebook's full of just show not show offs show offs right and so i i think that might be humble i don't know if that is humble bragging it feels yeah, like I, it is I, to I, me. i've not heard the term humble bragging before yeah i i completely get where you're coming from well, and... i mean the, the term I, I guess the best way to do it is kind of someone saying how do you clean these ear pods right but in the picture, they're holding it hand, but you yeah. can see the guys wearing a Rolex Daytona or something. You know, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> or this, there's a brilliant guy. You've got to watch this guy on YouTube called Mike Winnett, right? It really, it does this thing called Contrepreneur Bingo. So all these kind of like influencers using all these techniques 
and it'll it'll give you a bingo card and it'll say right price has to end in a seven you've got to have a bullshit backstory you've got to have like a, a lifestyle like this these kids are, are, are driving lamborghinis which are clearly rented right and all and all this kind of stuff but he was talking about one of one of the on linkedin someone had said you know that thing like if you own a car wash business you just buy the the bucket the sponge car shampoo you know do three car washes you paid for your investment that's the point <laughs> so my son has started his car wash business but in the photo is his brand new maserati right and it's kind of like <laughs> you know instead of saying look at me i've just bought a new car yeah. it comes up with some bullshit way of saying look at this by misdirection yeah. almost so i'm pretty sure that is humble bragging but so she, that she is incredibly triggering to me this but she wouldn't she wouldn't do it she had a box of course though, would she? she wouldn't well, this is what I think, though, because I wonder if it's kind of she's got a box, uh, whatever the entry. I, I mean, it's still an amazing car, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it might not be the latest Taycan or something like that. It could be a 25 year old Boxster or something like that. But it wants to give the illusion that it's a 911. Yeah. That's or, or some, something like that. Right. I've got some advice for you. And I've given this advice to Lay it on me. multiple people who say, I've seen this and it's triggered me, or I've seen this. And yeah. why, why, are they do why are they doing that on Facebook and Twitter? Just unfollow them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, the thing is, I don't follow. I just check in from time to time. It comes up. You know, when you do the search thing and it comes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, people you and, may know or something. But, but it is someone I genuinely know from school, right? Mm. And it's just... Um, and also... Um, she used to be a, a male, right? So, uh, you know, obviously I want to use the correct pronouns as well, but there was all that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I feel like she'd put like a picture of Jabba the Hutt up on Facebook or something. And then all these people, oh, don't be like yeah, this, yeah, don't yeah. be, it's like fucking hell, you know, you want this, right? It's yeah. kind of, Rich's, we'll, we'll be incredibly favorite. supportive. Rich's but it, favorite was when, but, uh, when you say, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm off to the hospital then or something like that. And it's like, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like no, it's like oh, I can't believe it. And someone pick, what's up, hun? What's up? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it'd be, oh, I'll DM you. Don't, don't, yeah, don't don't put it on there if you if you don't want people to ask you what is happening and <laughs> and you tell us on that platform. Don't don't do it. There's a brilliant Family Guy clip where it's it's going. It's a hospital bed that's designed for social media posts, right? And he so he basically gets into this hospital bed and he goes. I don't want to talk about it. And then all these people go, what's it? What is it? You know, and it's yeah, yeah. kind of like, he's, he's posted himself on Facebook. It's hilarious. If you can find that clip, that is bloody hilarious, right? But it is, yeah, it is it. that, oh, what's up? You know, what's wrong? And it's kind of like that attention seeking. I, I think the I think it's the fact that someone's first thought is, I better write that on Facebook. Yeah. Is their, their first thought that, oh, I'm having a bad time. Rather than trying yeah. to sort out is, oh, I better put it on Facebook. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, don't you okay. don't you hate it when your private jet is held for taxi? You know, yeah, so yeah, like, you know yeah. it's those kind of comments, isn't it? Oh. It's kind of yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put in humble bragging. I don't okay. know if that stands a oh, chance a or not, show. but it is that's incredibly. Just find it incredibly triggering yeah. if it's people I know, right? It's kind of yeah, yeah. It's not necessary at all. I don't think. Okay, I'm so I, right. I, know, I know plenty of these. So. We've got yeah. humble bragging. We've got uh, trying to keep your wife happy whilst watching the telly. And we've got Rich, which was... Stay vacant. The term stay... Yeah. Staycation. So I'll go first. And you're, you you both have got a really good shot. I, I haven't thought of yours, Rich, but I've experienced Duncan's. Mm. So I am going to go for Duncan, unfortunately, Rich. Um, unfortunately. Because... Yeah, I think uh, that is a really good shout. And there's multiple examples, which I won't get into. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just 
why are you posting that um, other than humble bragging, which is a great term. I'd never heard that before. So, yeah. um, so Rich, who are you going to vote for? I'm not being funny, but, yeah, but I've even thought the alternative, Holly Stay. Even, I even give you a... I'm, yeah. going, for, <laughs> I'm going for Duncan, because you know I'm like Patch. I, I talked to you before about Facebook people who just... Yeah, yeah. Take photos, take photos, not for the, not they didn't take photos for themselves, they take photos for Facebook. Yeah. So okay. when it's when it's all this other when it's all this other selfie, isn't it so I can look back on this holiday is let's do a selfie so I can put on Facebook and make other people jealous. Mm. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's people's first thoughts. Well, I, I, I have I mean it's obvious I've, I've won, right? Because it's it's you two have. against one, but you I get a, a vote for one of you and I'm Rich, I have got to say I'm gonna vote for yours. And you, there's bro. a couple there's a couple of things. I, I I've never even thought of it that way. But when you're in the UK and you're on holiday, it is a magnificent country to go on holiday in. I mean, yeah. you know, I've, I, you know, I, I really like going down to Cornwall. I think, you know, if you if you if you can get, obviously, weather is a factor here in the UK, right? But you're in on Fistral Beach or one of those amazing beaches in Cornwall. You literally don't feel like you're in the UK at all. It's just one of the most amazing places. Mm. But even today, right? I was out on my motorbike and I was just kind of riding around. And my intention was to go to Hearn Bay. There was a there's a motorcycle cafe there and I thought it'd be nice to ride 50 miles there, have a cup of coffee and then come back, meet some bikers and come back. And I just thought, you know what? I, I saw Rochester, Chatham and all that. You know, these are very famous places, right? I went there and just purely by accident, I saw this kind of thatched cottagey type thing that was serving coffee. And I thought, I'll just stop there. And it's a 12th century friary, right? Brilliant. And there was all these like, there was like busloads of Italians there, monks and nuns and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> And I just got chance to say, yeah, come, come on, we'll give you a walk around. And it was like this open air, like chapel area, all these monks, all this massing Ita Italian, all these like cloisters to what it was absolutely lovely. And I just think, you know, I'm, I am not religious at all, right? But even I could see why people were drawn yeah, to yeah, this kind yeah. of like, they're on this pilgrimage. It was very, for a lot of these people, it was very spiritual. But it was such a beautiful place to be. And I was walking through this, um, Guard, this kind of they call it a peace garden and it was absolutely beautiful right really and it was just purely by accident i found this and they had like a pottery place there it was gorgeous yeah and that that i think what's that's what's amazing about living in a country like the united kingdom it's just like you know i know we work in our cities and we've got our jobs but actually if you just lift your head up and go somewhere yeah. else it's amazing what you can find and that was just a great example of something i didn't even know existed mm. and then when i found it it was absolutely amazing but that's, that's why we went away. We went into Corfu last, uh, Corfu last week because we decided this year, rather, rather than going in this country, usually we go this country uh, now, like going to say, um, Charmouth and that, and then go abroad in the summer. But now we've we kind of spun it around because you think, well, what's the point in leaving this country in the summer and going to an place is hot? Well, we can go have a summer holiday in May when it's a little bit dodgier, even though it was nice. But then we're going to holiday in Bude in August. So we kind of flipped, Ooh, our, so we flipped our holidays sure. around to try and hopefully enjoy the summer yeah. here. Very good shape, Rich. Very good shape. Patch, you've got some serious connection problems today. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? And also, I can hear you now. You yeah. can now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could hear. I could hear hear you all perfectly. But a segue, like as you like to use the term, Patch, uh, about Cornwall. This is a question I was going to ask you, which which is in the news recently. Saint Ives are hoping to bring in a tourist tax. Oh, are they really? Doing? Why? Yeah. Well, to, to, I, guess, I guess to kind of pay for their facilities, but obviously they can't do it. They can't do it like you've got to do it because obviously that means changing the law. So they want the local hotels to charge one pound per person per day a tourist tax, like a voluntary thing. 
What do you think of that patch? It's our St. Ives, your favourite place? Yeah, well, I'd be I'd be devastated. Um, because Me too. It's already got quite expensive, as it is, um, going down there, and the, the price you pay for food and drink and everything. So, yeah, it, I mean, it would... They probably have got to a point now where they are often rammed during school holidays yeah. and, and mm. most other times, to be fair. So they've kind of got to do something, but putting the price up, it's demand and supply, isn't it? It's uh, it's an interesting one. Obviously, I can't, I can't believe they need to do it. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've been to Cornwall for the last several years, right? And obviously, through COVID, you know, we could only do camping and whatever. And it's just me and my son. We just got out surfing, mm. but we tried to get to. Cradstow, right? I couldn't. I couldn't even in COVID times. I couldn't even get anywhere near the town centre, the village centre, well, over the town. Park then. You can't park, and when you got there, it was just like it, even though it was COVID, it was still really, really busy. And ordering fish and chips, right, which is normally takes even if it's cooked fresh, it's like ten minutes away or something. It's like a forty-five minute wait. Mm. I mean. I don't know why they would need to do that. It seems it seems unfair, considering most of their existence is based on tourism, right? Well, it says it says Mr. Wells, where he is, Mr. Wells, the mayor of St. Ives, says it's getting harder and harder for the small town to maintain facilities for five hundred and forty thousand day trippers and two hundred twenty thousand stay visitors every year. Yeah, definitely gets very busy. And they've ordered the town have already agreed to charge tourists for using a public toilet in the town, whilst locals will go free. Mm. Yeah, don't know how they manage that. It'd be interesting, but uh, yeah, the last time I went, obviously, you always have a great time, but I, we, I just avoided the main two sort of high streets, if you like, yeah, back street and the front street, yeah, just avoid them at peak times because you literally, especially with two young kids, cars going up and down and crowded pavements, it's uh, it definitely has taken the shine off it. But it's things like Facebook and I don't know, um, Michael Portillo's. TV show and Rick Stein did a did a special and things like that. So the amount of advertising that St Ives gets and places like you know Newquay, Fresno Beach, etc. Mm. Um, and be, the increase of Holly stays okay. uh, is um, certainly shine shone a light on. But it's like it's like you say that that back street, that cobble street. You just you basically shuffle along, don't you? Okay, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you know, yeah. It gets very busy, doesn't it? it? You know, walk out of a shop and it's yeah. like a wave machine. Yeah, you, you, can't, you, yeah. Can actually, you can't actually stop and look at anything. You just heard good, it away, busy. Good pasties yeah. down there, though, I must say. Oh, good brilliant. good yeah. pasties. I think I put one of my... I think I may have put a pasty story into the room of doom when I got my son... Oh, yeah, the seagulls. Uh, a seagull, yeah. And he just swooped down and just took the entire pasty out of my son's hands. And it was it was red hot as well. And they were just this... Yeah, they were just they're, they're, yeah vicious. Yeah, but it, like you're on St. Ives on the harbour and whatever, they just come yeah. swooping down at you all the time. I, I remember, I remember when I went to Hale, like just just for your wedding patch, you made me bring back about twelve passes, didn't you? Because yeah. I, I come back the day before your wedding. Yeah, that was Phelps pasties I in Hale. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? You finish a day surfing, right? And you just go up to the pasty shack and just have a oh, beautiful gosh. hot. It is the. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything better to eat. Honestly, if if, if you're a bit cold from being surfing all day. You have a well, pasty. Oh, it's like one, one thing I really like doing when when we go down there is I just go in, I just put my swimming trunks on and I just go in the sea and just go yeah. out a bit further out and just sort of float there because it's freezing. But once yeah. you get in, you're actually okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just and, that first, yeah, it's just getting past that sort of initial dip, isn't it? It's obviously seawater, so you can kind of float quite nicely if you if mm. you get the right sort of body shape and things like that. But um, 
yeah no it is it's, it's a different different world different world down there so yeah fantastic so, yeah, but, tour, tourist tax i am slightly concerned about this uh pumping sewage into the into the sea business that's gone on in recent times and i don't know whether st ives is impacted by that i haven't but it's, it's more your rivers isn't it like because like, like i paddleboarded the river y two two years ago and it just looked crystal clear to me right. yeah but when, once i saw a program on tv like i think it's frickle sharky like oh, it's, horrible, isn't it? it's actually quite polluted that river yeah. mm. but when you're Disgusting. on it it looks crystal clear it's beautiful wow right. okay how well, do you like paddleboarding rich oh i love it mate it's good yeah it's yeah. good I, I did it for my birthday probably three years ago but obviously since then i bought one we've been down to um is it Poseif? Poseif down there? Poseif. Oh, yeah. That was my first ever trip down there. It was a friend's stag do with Poseif. It's the first time I'd ever been down to that part of the world. But yeah, I've only been first time I'd ever done bodyboarding as well. It was yeah. fantastic down there. But apparently, apparently the locals there are trying to get rid of the kind of the the, the tourists there. Because like yeah. David, I think David Cameron's got a place there, aren't he? And all, 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 all these posh kind of people come down there. But yeah, turn, yeah. turn into a bit of a, yeah, like a posh nuke almost, which the locals don't like it, so... But yeah, Paderborn's brilliant because obviously near yeah. us you've got the you know, obviously River Raven. Let's drive to Bath, get on there, do it. Yeah. Like I said before, River Y, we did um so Ross on Y down to Hereford. No, down to Monmouthshire over three days. That's pretty good. That's Lovely. A good experience. So uh yeah, really enjoy it. Yeah. Right, guys, I'm gonna throw a quiz at you. You've got two choices. Lay it on uh, me. Lay it on us. You can have a quiz on sci-fi movies or a quiz on Not sport. But I don't know any sci-fi movies. And I don't know any sport. <laughs> right, I'll do five of each. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's fair balance. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how? What do we have to do? Just shout our names, or what? What um, do we do? Or just yeah. start and shout out the answer. Just shout out if you know the answer. Yeah. yeah. So um, we, right, we, we don't want to do an office version of the of the quiz, do we? <laughs> so yeah. first first five will be on sci-fi movies. I'm going to name the director, the yeah. lead actor, and the year, yeah. and you have to tell me the film. Okay. All right. So first one is director John McTiernan, lead Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Running Man. Year nineteen eighty seven. Terminator. Right. No. The Predator. Correct, Rich. Oh, Rich! Of course, it was the Predator. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, next one is director James Cameron, lead Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Alien. Alien. Dead Heat, wasn't it? What you oh, say? I Rich? thought I'd got the I edge on alien. you there. Hang I on. said Alien. Year nineteen eighty six. Rich, what you say? Alien. Um, Duncan, what you say? I said Alien. Okay. Neither of you are right. Aliens. Correct. Oh, Rich. <laughs> oh, man. On a roll. Brilliant. Right. Next one. Director Rob Zemeckis. Lead Michael J. Fox. Year 1985. Back to the, Back future. To the future. Rich got there just in time. Oh, no way. 3-0. <laughs> oh, right. I'm going to get creamed. Wait, wait, wait until then. the sport comes along. Come yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Next one is uh, director John Krasinski. Lead Emily Blunt. Quiet place. Correct. Uh, it's a husband, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. Three words. Interestingly, actually, I, I, I took my dog out for a walk, and they they were actually um, in Beckenham. Uh, sorry, yeah, in Beckenham, they were um, filming part of Quiet Place Three down there. Three? No way. Yes. Yeah. I haven't oh. seen yeah. two yet. Two's amazing, yeah. Rich. It's on right. Netflix. Or, yeah. yeah. Or they, but the only thing that annoyed me, right, about that film, why would you have a baby when there's a why at that time in your life, why would you have a baby when any bit of noise kills you? Why would you have a why would you shag and get pregnant and have a baby when there's Yeah, you can't they, really deliver they, a baby quietly, can you? Were yeah. they pregnant before it started? I can't remember. Oh, when the film started, she was oh no, the baby was born, wasn't it? Already born. No, I don't know, I can't remember the first one. Was she pregnant and then she must have been. 
but it's a good point. Um, right, number five. Uh, <laughs> director Erwin Kirshner. Lead Mark Hamill. Year 1980. Oh, shit. What else was he in? The Joker. Something Joker. Mark Batman. Hamill. Yeah, like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so yeah, I know, but he does he does the voice of the Joker on an animated series. Well, That's I what maybe I was going with. That. Any films that Mark Hamill was in in 1980? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Nope. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Uh, sorry, Duncan. Just in time. Yes. Oh, I'm pretty sure three, I said two. it. Three two. Three two. Yeah. 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 Okay, it's getting close. All right, I should be able to. Right. Okay. Um, Four, number Black six. Man. What cinematic nickname was given to British rugby league great Martin of Fire? Chariots of or chariots? Chariots is correct, Rich. Chariots of fire. Is that four two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who was the first recorded woman to play golf in Scotland? Queen Mary of Scots. Well, re rearrange that a little bit. Mary Queen of Scots, but I'll give it to you. Oh, hello. Wow. Rich. Okay. Golf. Uh, Chankanabe is a protein-rich pot ditch dish regularly eaten by which sportsman? Say it again. Chankanabe is a protein-rich pot dish regularly eaten by which sportsman? It's obviously quite muscly. Quite an in, uh, endurance sport. The Rock. Which sportsman? A, a, a type of sportsman. Wrestler. Sorry? A sumo wrestler. Correct. Wow, Rich. I'm on a roll, man. <laughs> wow. I, well, I can't. I can't come back from this now, can I? He's no. already got the lead, and the consolation goal. I think I've got. Yeah. Is it two more to come? Yeah. yeah. Already fight right. to up. Okay. Um, after winning gold in Atlanta, who declared, "If anyone sees me go near a boat, you've got permission to shoot." Oh, me. It's Steve. Steve. Uh, Steve Red. Steve Redgrave. Yeah, you got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, I met yeah. him once, actually. He was doing, um, I was working in the city and he was doing this like rowing challenge. He is massive, right? Yeah. I mean, and I, I read this really interesting article about him that when he retired from the sport, he couldn't just stop. He had to train down right. because yeah. his heart and lungs and everything was so like yeah. at their, pre if he'd have stopped, it would have actually shortened his life. So they had to taper him down over a couple of years. To let it to get him back to normal, yeah. Yeah, was, I mean, I... that guy was an incredible athlete. But when I met him in person, he was a lovely guy, and it was this like right rowing machine challenge you had to kind of challenge against to Steve Redgrave. Oh, Honestly, I mean, he was just like he'd do like six pulls and you'd do like 30 or so. I mean, he's just like so efficient and so, so powerful, yeah. Was it, brilliant. Was it ever four Olympics? Did he win? Was it or he won four Olympics, yeah, yeah, yeah. with him and uh, Matthew, Pinson. Matthew Pinson, right? Yeah. Okay, um, I, got, I got to meet Matt Pin Pinson actually once as well. At, this is, this at, is becoming a bit of hum London, humble, yeah. humble just, bragging. Well, no, he's just. I, I know. I'm not, I hope I'm not humble bragging. It was just that he was <laughs> at um, an event that I was at, a, 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 an event in uh, Battersea Park, and uh, got to meet him. That was always a lovely guy. Yeah, very nice. Oh, dogs in. Dogs in. Right, you open the door, but you know, um, Okay, what is the more commonly used name for Brisbane cricket ground? The Wacker. Nope. But, oh, something like that. No. It's definitely in the Wacker, no? No. I, I, I've got no idea. If it's near the, if it's like the Wacker, I will be very angry. Well, I would have given it to you if it was. Brisbane. Give you a clue, know. Rich. Obviously, Duncan, you can't win now anyway. But um, yeah. Uh, one of your one of your best friends at at uh, HL. Who you used the, to work with. The Gabba. Correct. 
<laughs> wow, Rich, well done. I knew it was yeah. something like that. Seven, okay. three. I mean, that is a whitewash. whitewash that is yeah. a whitewash. Yeah. Uh, good quiz, though. Good quiz, Patch. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, plenty more where that came from. Right, Rich, have you got a rant for us? Anything that happened on holiday that wound you up? No. Well, coming back from holiday, Chew Magna, but that's a whole different story. Because um, you, you, you know, just, just a case of uh, traffic not letting each other come through a narrow bit in the road. Yeah. But um, turn, is it? no, the thing that's kind of annoyed me recently, and I is. Obviously, I'm a dog owner as well. It's people who suddenly got like clothes for their dogs. You see, you see a lot more dogs now wearing jumpers, things like that. Mm, yeah. And to me, hasn't haven't they, haven't they not been involved uh, evolved to be warm anyway? Mm. I'm pretty sure animals didn't have jumpers back in the days, did they? So, so what's you see just... them, do they wear them like out walking about? Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. off a walk, and it's proper like jumpers, like you no know, halfway down their legs. I can I can understand on it on Christmas Day for yeah, but no, it's just utility. Uh, this is for just the winter months. I just didn't get the whole. Is it particular breeds though, Rich? Because I mean, you know, we where I live, there's a couple of people who have um, adopted like... these greyhounds. Like they're, yeah, yeah. you know, they uh, just finished their life and and they have like a coat on because they're yeah, so lean, that. right? Yeah. I, yeah. I get I get the greyhound and the whippets things out, but this is yeah. like, just like little kind of yappy dogs. That, I don't know. Just so they're more like an accessory, like, more like a yeah, fashion accessory, accessory dog, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And I, no, I know wonder, what you mean. Yeah. Just, just it's just a fashion thing now. Like, yeah. Like, but I guess. It's not really a rant, but I just I wonder if anyone knew why with this sudden craze. It's not. I think crazy. it's. I, th I think it's probably using your dog as like a handbag, almost like an accessory yeah. or something, <laughs> it right? Because it's got to be right. And obviously, someone's invented it, and obviously, they cornered the market, so yeah. people now people now buy it. It's like yeah, it's buying stuff you don't really need, but because it's trending, you can post it on. Did you ever get yeah. to the, your Instagrams? Did, did you ever get to the bottom of the arc of the not the argument of the statement where? Where has all the white dog poo, dog poo gone, or is it, or is it hang, people that hang it on a branch or something like that? I can't remember. Well, obviously, well, the same is the white dog poo, isn't it? I guess, I guess it was just yeah, the dog food. Well, I think it's because of the yeah, because I think the way the food was made. Because I remember as a kid, right, you'd see white dog poo everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah you would. <laughs> yeah, and you don't see it anymore, right? But um, yeah, it must it must have had something to do with like bone meal or some. It's probably you know dog food is probably just. Whatever's yeah, involved, you can't imagine what's in there, right? Food, but it's this thing of time. Yeah, yes, and I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I literally must... don't understand why they need to do that. It's, well, you might as well leave it there because it's that the dog poo is going to be you know, biodegrade quicker. Yeah, yeah. On the, on the path, like just if you don't pick it up, just kind of scoop it to the side of the path. Yeah, there's <laughs> no so point picking it up and then hanging it on the tree because that's just going to take no. even longer to get rid of, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, oh, if you've got a dog, if you've got a dog, a if you've got a, you shouldn't buy a dog anyway. If you don't, if you don't want to pick up the poo anyway, just yeah. that, is, that is part of being a dog. But yeah, but if you don't want to pick it up, just scoop it to the side with something, with like a stick or something. Yeah, okay. don't right. hang it up like a Christmas decoration. Treat dogs like dogs, right? You don't you don't have to treat them cruelly, but they're not they're not people either, right? That's no, the no, thing, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, and, they're not, and they're not just for Christmas. Let's finish with some recommendations. Obviously, we've done a heavy focus on Ted, Ted Lasso, and we did a, a few more, actually, recommendations. But Shrinking, I did. Yeah, Shrinking. Yeah, good show. Uh, anything else you've been watching lately, Duncan? That's, uh, Do you know, not, not really. I mean, I I find watching old episodes of Alveda's own pet hilarious, <laughs> right? I, I, I loved it. So I watched, I watched season one and two of Alveda's own pet. And what was that I... YouTube. I just watch it on uh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it's um, yeah, because I guess somebody's just uploaded it. Um, yeah, but it really, honestly, cracks me up because you know when that first came out. I mean, I was obviously a lot younger, right? But it was just so funny listening to these accents and uh, the German thing. But the bit what's where the, they what's come the back premise to premise of it. 
it's um if you've never seen it it's, it's a very very good show but it, what it was it was a load of english people so this came out rich when do you reckon about 87 88 something like uh, that earlier than that i reckon earlier than that really I that wow 83 i have heard oh, of yeah. it. I, I remember like but pat roach it, was in it and a few other yeah things. oh yeah that's right pat, pat roach is in it yeah he's a proper bristol fella right um but they all end up on this german building site and they think they're getting these dream jobs and they all live in this like massive hut together and you've got all these like mad personalities like you've got oz and I can't remember it was, all the it was 1983 was correct 83 really yeah, yeah wow um but yeah you've got and they're all living in this kind of hut trying to work on this german building site as brickies and chippies electricians or whatever and it's just these personalities and it's just it's it's but why it's are they in lovely because they can't get work in the uk yeah, that's that uh, the thing right um and you've got oz you know jimmy nail who's just like Large in life, who's a brilliant character in it, and then the the season, the the second series was they come back to the UK and they're working on Barry's house and yeah, all that, and then they end up getting this contract in Cuba, one of the series. It's it's a really really good show. It's a very very good show, but it's I mean it's, it's dated, of course, right? It's from a well, long time ago, yeah. but it's kind yeah. of nostalgic because I remember as a youngster watching it. I just yeah, it was just great. And you, you just, just brought, kind of um, you just brought one back to me. I watched on the weekend. It was FA Cup weekend, and Saint and Greasy, the best of Saint and Greasy, was on in the morning. Yeah. And as a kid, you would get up about ten o'clock. It would be Saint and Greasy, and then it would be yeah. the program would start at eleven. Yeah, question of sports special, and then twelve o'clock you'd see the coaches going from their hotels to 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 the to Wembley, and then it was just. You know, on all day, Rich, wasn't it? And yeah, FA Cup, the, yeah, the best of Saint and Greasy, and it just—I got quite emotional watching it. Um, just like how how informal, how natural they both were. Yeah, and seeing some of the old yeah. footballers, and he Greasy played snooker with Gary Lineker, who was like only really young at the time, and yeah, it was a great. It's, it's on um, ITV X or Hub or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I'd recommend anyone who grew up watching St. Greasy, go back and watch that. It was an FA Cup special. Um, so, yeah, yeah definitely. Just on just on football recommendations, I, I, there's a podcast to listen to called Great Great British Scandal. I, I, and I, I can't recommend this one enough, right? And it talks about all these kind of scandals like Jeremy Thorpe and uh, they're doing one at the moment on Oscar Wilde. But they did one on Paul Gascoigne. It actually just finished. There's only four episodes in each uh, so they break it up and mm. the Paul Gascoigne one was absolutely brilliant because I remember Paul Gascoigne was used to be on TV or in the newspapers every single day right it was when he was but it was all the you know the the, the story of his kind of behavior and yeah. the, the, your your own your 90 would it have been 96 yeah, maybe Italian 90 it's how you 90 yeah all that and just that some of the backstory it was absolutely riveting just kind of like the the challenges he had as well and you know, it's one of those where you've got the kind of art form of him being one of the world's greatest footballers, yet getting smashed and going out with like Chris Evans and all that kind of stuff and just behaving so badly. And it was so interesting just listening to this podcast about Paul Gascoigne, who is a, at the time, was definitely a national hero. I'm not quite sure if he has that same well, feel anymore. We, but... we met him met him a month ago. Did he you? Came to Bristol and did an evening with Paul Gascoigne. Yeah. And... Yeah, how, some, how was it? Some great story. Oh, some amazing stories. Like, yeah, yeah. The crowd were all belly laughing the whole time and had a picture taken. Picture taken with him. Bear with. Bear with. Of course, the worst thing that happened to Gaza was moving to Tottenham, moving to London, the bright, the bright lights. 
Oh, look at that. Oh, you tower above him now, mate. <laughs> but have a listen to that podcast. It was It's called Great British Scandal. Um, and, it's, I mean, it's really, really fascinating listening to all these kind of stories of these people that have gone off the rails a little bit or yeah. this kind of like these dodgy paths or whatever, like Jeremy. Uh, yeah, the Jeremy Thought one was excellent. And then um, what's that other writer called who went to prison? Uh, Jeremy. Um, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy. Oh. Oh, I've forgotten his name. He's a Rivers fan. He went to jail, didn't he? Uh, for lying in court, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, but really, yeah. oh, crikey. That's going to bug me now. Yeah, he's the right, the author. You know what I'm talking about, though. And I yeah. bet there's people listening to it. It's this fellow, and I've, I've forgotten mm. the name of him. Oh, oh blimey. Oh, yeah. But yeah, all these all these things. But that, that one with uh, Paul Gascon was great. And they did, they do the fourth episode with someone either involved in investigating the case or someone who's linked to him and they actually did the, the fourth one with Linda Lusardi right which was kind of oh, Mitch yeah, and I formative years she was like an absolutely beautiful woman right yeah I know um, uh, and I mean she's beautiful now right there's no doubt about it but she was really close to Gary um, yeah. Gary um, Paul, Paul Gascoigne <laughs> yeah um, and it was yeah. really great just listening to those um, those stories from her I, I enjoyed it enormously from someone who was not a football fan I thought I was really engaging who is it Rich? Jeffrey Archer Jeffrey Archer, thank you. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy <laughs> got, the, got the J right. Uh, yeah, but here's, here's, yeah. A here's a recommendation for uh, now. I know that uh, Duncan likes golf on mm. YouTube. It's called Good Good Golf. Oh yeah, I, have I you, like have that. You watched it? it yeah, it? yeah. Good Good Golf. Rick yeah. Shields, I enjoy enormously yeah. as well. He's very good. Yeah, yeah but the Good else. Good Golf, I, lo I love all the apparel they got, all the all the yeah. shirts they sell. But yeah, you can't, you can't buy it unless you pay like ninety pound uh, import yeah. tax. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. you've mentioned that. Either you mentioned that before, or someone else recommended it. I can't remember that. Well, good, that good golf. Yeah, very entertaining. Very good. I'm thinking it was like yeah. Chef Anton or someone like that. Can't remember. Okay. Well, and also, um, there's just this is a new series of Inside Number Nine. Have you all watched? Oh yeah, I'm working. I've my, not I'm, seen it. I'm working my way back through them because I've I missed some, and it's been like eight or nine seasons now. Eight yeah, yeah. seasons. Um, the last three have been really good. I didn't like the first one on the boat and lake, but um, the last three have been really good. Yeah, they are. They are great. They are very, very good to watch. Like modern, modern tells of the unexpected. Yeah, exactly right. Um, right, we're going to leave it there, guys, because uh, time is getting on and it's mm. uh, Sunday evening. So, thank you very much, Duncan, as always, for uh, for coming on and and doing the the regular original format show. It's so good to see you guys. I mean, it's really great. And honestly, I come, I, I feel like a bit of a proud parent to know that you're on your eighth, you know, and eight obviously, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and again, you know, we've got to remember Mike as well. I mean, he's an oh, yeah. instrumental part of the journey Absolutely. you guys have been on, right? And it's great that you, you keep talking about him and, you know, it's mm -hmm. great. I saw you posted, some, you did a memorial down at the pub or something, which is amazing yeah, right it was, it's, um, it's it's lovely but yeah may the 8th obviously was when he when he passed away in yeah. 2020 20, yeah. so it's yeah. been three years which is absolutely Scary mental enough. we were chatting yeah. about that rich weren't we a couple of weeks ago when we went out and uh yeah it still doesn't seem real but um yeah I it's amazing that... i i got to catch up with mike in hong kong actually just you know a few months before oh, yeah, he passed he away right yeah, yeah i was a, out there did an interview with him didn't you when, I, yeah that's right, played that's right. It on the podcast. Yeah, yeah 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 that's right yeah <laughs> What I was yeah. just going to say, Patch, about that night we went to watch uh, Ruby speaking, mm. I thought you were going to bring up the story of me sneaking out for a toilet for a wee. 
Oh yeah, that was quite funny. Because Duncan, quite funny. at one point, Duncan, I thought I'm going to have to just wait. Because I had a few points before. I was like, yeah, I had two points on the lunchtime. When my because it's Friday lunchtime, so I had two points in. Uh, Mate, give me a lift down town, but I was a bit early, so I had two more points of him. Let me add a point before, let me patch. I, two, I went to two, pub. I think. Yeah, then we have one in Watershed. Oh, yeah. So that's like yeah. six points down. Yeah. And I, I just thought it was one episode. I thought I'll be all right. Then it was like two episodes. That's, so that's an hour. And my honestly, it was pushing on my bladder. And I thought, I'm going to have to just sit here and wee myself and, right. hope, and hope no one notices. But luckily, I managed to hold on, hold on, and just, well, I didn't sneak out. I was walking right in front of the bloody. Yeah, so, yeah. They, so, so they do the two episodes, Duncan, and then all the actors, well, four of the actors and uh, casting director, I think, got up and a lady interviewed them and rich at this point's like i've got to go i've got to go so he has to get up and walk all the way in front of them oh no to yeah. the toilet he even I was, tried to go I was, to the back yeah but i was hoping there was gonna be theater. yeah i was hoping i was gonna be like you know, cut out to the right and go around the back and come out but the yeah back, the back seats were literally the back yeah. to the wall so i couldn't go anywhere so so can, oh, you, ima- no. can, you, can you imagine like the way he walked Having to having to try, he, he wanted to try and get there quickly, get out of the way, and he was busting yeah. the toilet. So yeah. I was I was just sat there trying not to laugh. But to be fair, there. to be fair, she she didn't say anything until the second bloke. Came oh out, yeah, she? and then she, and then she said something to him. So yeah, I think she, I might have got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Jade did pick up on the second bloke that walked out and sort of said something like, "Oh, we know it's not for everybody," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, at least yeah. you didn't get picked on, Rich. That's no, I didn't. No. Yeah. I had. I think because Joan. Joan, Joan, Joan knows me. Really. Joan knows me. Mm. So he would let me off. Yeah. But yeah, do look out for Ruby speaking. Um, coming up on uh, ITV. I think twenty third of June. I want to say, Rich was a. Oh, number. I want to say July. No, it's definitely, is it definitely June. June. Is it definitely June? Right. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But yeah, we'll leave um, it there. I'll be. At, I'll be. At, I'll be at Glastonbury. So if it's oh, that. If yeah. it's that date. Of course. Are you at Glastonbury? Yeah, got a ticket. This oh, year. amazing, amazing! Oh. Have you done? Have you been there before? Yeah, I've been several times, but right. I, I, I didn't manage to take it for the last year. But hopefully, yeah, I got one this year. So make sure you see Rick Astley down there. Yeah, he's on. He? Yeah, so yeah. It'd be, to be fair, I, I really enjoy Glastonbury. It's not always about the music because it's just a good a good yeah. event anyway. But yeah, we try yeah. much as much as we can, and hopefully the sun will be shining. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the best gigs I've seen on. T- Sorry, I know I know you want to go, <laughs> go patch, but one of the best gigs I saw. On, I've not been to Glastonbury on TV was a band called Zero Seven. I don't know if you've heard of them or not. No, nope. they did a phenomenal show down at um, uh, Glastonbury. It was like one of my most favorite things to watch on TV. So things like Radiohead, I love all those so, kind of show, prodigy. That? But like, is that recently? Is it? Or? It would have been probably about two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. But if you get, I don't know if that's your style of music or not, Rich. But it's that kind of kind of low lo-fi hip hoppy type. Yeah, yeah, but it's really nice. Zero seven live yeah. at Glastonbury is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really great gig. I'll have a go. Recommendations throughout the podcast. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, so yeah, do check that out. But Duncan, thank you so much. Yeah, um, cheers, Duncan. Oh, it's Play been golf a pleasure. Mate. Yeah, thanks for your time, everybody. And, and here's to another eight years. Have we got? Have we got eight years in you? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. That'd yeah. Take <laughs> that'll take <laughs> me up to take me up to fifty. Uh, look at his watch. Yeah. Yeah. Look at his watch. Yeah, it's amazing when they say, "Yeah, you know, yeah. next Tuesday." Watch. But you're looking at your watch, right? Yeah. That special where, watch. Where are you going, Tenerife? Put that in the room with Doom. Yeah, people are looking at their watch when they're trying to talk about a day. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks time, but they're looking at the watch. Yeah, brilliant. Right, playing us right. out as always. Mike was a big fan of unsigned local bands, so playing us out as always is the Shucks with Whiskey Cool. Take care, everyone. Cheers, gang. Bye. I'm drifting along. It's a one-way road. 
Just like the tumbleweed or a standing stone Far away from the city call I find myself on another bar Turning into a whiskey fool 